0: Welcome back to the Westworld Podcast. I am your host, JD Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, JD Jackson, at Always In Forever Art, and on YouTube at Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. The Los Angeles Lakers lose another close game versus the Portland Trail Blazers. And once again, it came down to some execution issues late, some poor shot selection. We're going to get into all that right here on the Westworld Podcast, but I have to ask you please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio, Puppet, Cats, Fox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. And let's get into this 106-104 loss of the Portland Trailblazers. Let's get it. Guys, I knew when the Lakers did not separate themselves while Damian Lillard was sitting on the bench just sizzling. Sizzling. I even tweeted it live that I knew the Lakers were in trouble because even last year, late game execution and shot selection were not that good. Uh, With this current iteration of the Lakers team, I didn't think it would be any different this early in the game. Guys, it came down to in the fourth quarter at the end, the last four possessions by the Los Angeles Lakers were a Patrick Beverly ISO well-contested three-point brick, then a sidestep LeBron James brick three well contested then a Russell Westbrook mid-range jumper that he should not have taken should have held the ball and then fourth a fall away LeBron James jumper that also went awry now those were the last four possessions of the Lakers offensive possessions versus the Portland Trailblazers the reason why I say that is because I look at all four possessions and I just don't understand why they were what they were. Look, you can take all the still frames you want about what they should have done. Holding the ball and pounding it for 14 seconds and taking a sidestep three is not good offense. Holding the ball forever and taking a contested jumper over someone much taller than you by Patrick Beverly is not good offense. Up by one and going two for one by Russell Westbrook was not good offense. Now, LeBron had to throw up that last shot, I understand, but all four of those possessions were putrid. That cost them the basketball game. Not to mention Damian Lillard just eating, just running free, cutting to the basket, wide up layups. I don't know what the heck was going on. Don't get me wrong. Russell Westbrook has been absolutely a poor shooter in the last two games of the Lakers season. But he should have been on Damian Lillard. Lonnie Walker was destroying him. I just, just, it just or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Damian Lillard was destroying Lonnie Walker. Is what I mean. I mean, just absolutely, just it wasn't. It was in his sleep. And I, I understand the younger legs. He was just getting what he wanted. I knew. I said, we are not separating ourselves from the, in this game while Damian Lillard is sitting over there on fire. And he still was on fire, just sizzling, just smoking. He couldn't wait to come back in the game. I said, Damian Lillard going to take the next three or four shots. I just hope he misses. That's what I said. I tweeted that live. Guys, he didn't miss. <laughs> okay? He wasn't missing. Or right, I think he missed one of them. Okay? They finally got a good ball denial on the Blazers late, and Jamie Grant, this is why basketball is the greatest sport in the world Jeremy Grant And I like JG, I love him a lot I think he's just the perfect person Next to Russell Westbrook I love the guy As a basketball player He gets the ball, they they deny Damian Lillard well He, he gets the ball, turns around He sees LeBron James on him And Anthony Davis behind him And says, no problem <laughs> Right, no problem Blows by LeBron James Puts his body between himself and uh, puts AD's body between him and the basket. So he turns around, kisses it off the glass, goes in, blazes up. That's why just basketball is the best sport in the world. It's just beautiful to watch. He turned and saw a Hall of Famer and AD, one of the best defenders behind him, and said, Not an issue. Watch this. Now, obviously, I was upset at the time because I want the Lakers to win, but I also just wanted to point out. That's why basketball is just so fun to watch. It was a fun game to watch nonetheless. But the late game execution was just not good. The shot selection, I would say, I thought was not good. Now, the Lakers defense is very good. I mean, it's night and day from last from last year. It it's just it's so it's it's so much better. But there are still I don't think Lonnie Walker and Kendrick Nunn are good defenders. I think the Lakers team defense is a lot better. I think they're working really hard. They're definitely causing teams to turn the ball over. They're getting steals, deflections. I mean, AD blocking everything. They're doing really good with that. I just. There are definitely still some players on the team that they're just not really good defenders. Um, And I think that. Be honest with you. This season, Russell Westbrook's been the best perimeter defender, and his defensive rating through three games. It says that his defensive rating is one hundred one. The only defensive rating by a regular rotation player that's better is Anthony Davis at 99. That's it. It's the it is eighty. Then Russ. He's been the best perimeter defender. Yes, I mean even Patrick Beverly. And so I didn't understand when when Ham did bring him back in finally with five minutes left, I didn't really understand why he wasn't on Damian Lillard. And then Dame just ate. I mean, he just ate. He did whatever he wanted and got whatever he wanted besides the last play, and Jeremy Grant took care of that. So I I brought this game down to poor shot selection late by. Patrick Beverly, LeBron, and Russell Westbrook. And then I brought it down to, there are still some defenders that are just getting eaten alive. Uh, As far as, Lakers is concerned. The good thing is is that sometimes when they're eaten alive, Anthony Davis is just saving everybody. I mean, he just, he'd been, how many blocks did he have? I think it was five or six. Let me check to make sure I'm telling you guys right. Uh, Yeah, he had six blocks. LeBron James had two himself. And so, you know, they're they're cleaning up stuff behind them. But absolutely, uh, they're getting beat. Some of them are definitely getting beat. Um, also, I want to point out Troy Brown Jr., uh, he was exactly what I thought he would be, right? He can put the ball on the floor, he can pass. Uh, he's not the greatest shooter, but, you know, he put the ball on the floor, he can pass. And he's a very, very good long defender. And that was my breakdown of him a year ago when Russell Westbrook, two years ago, I guess now, when Russell Westbrook was uh, two seasons ago with the uh, Washington Wizards. And so he was exactly what I thought he was. And I think he's a great complimentary piece uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers. And I would look to see, I would expect him to steal, him to definitely continue to get some minutes. Because uh, he just provides something that's not really on the roster to me at his size. Because um, Troy Brown Jr. he's six six himself. And you guys know how I preach about the that six six uh to six ten person, uh, who can do everything. And although he's not the greatest shooter, he can put the ball on the floor, he can finish, he can pass, and he can play defense. And so I'm um, I'm happy that he's back. I do want him. that's a bright spot that I thought uh was really good. Um And I thought Anthony Davis was great. He was 9-17. I'll just point out AD. He had six blocks, two steals, three assists, ten boards. I mean, he was just, he was so good. Uh, I thought Anthony Davis played very, very well. LeBron James, you know, he had 31. Um, He had eight assists, eight rebounds, two steals, two blocks, uh, four turnovers. uh, Five of seven from the free throw line, 12-22 from the field. So Russ struggled again, like I said, 4-15. And uh, he had six rebounds, six assists, um, no turnovers. Um, I think that's all I want to talk about uh, as far as like individual players are concerned. Lonnie Walker, look, he was seven to thirteen from the field. Like I said, he's just he hasn't been that that good on defense, in my opinion. Uh, I have to look up his numbers to see uh, what that is. That's about all I want to talk about. No one on the the bench. Um they didn't really do anything. I think Reese had 7 points. Um he hit a couple threes. Um the bench didn't really do much of anything to be honest. Um uh, now I want to get into all of these articles coming out where they're basically rehashing the same trade options that they've been having for 6 months um as new. Um but I want to get into I know I'm the person that says 20 25 games and I, I still think that that's true. But I, I do want to communicate where my head is at as far as the Los, Los Angeles Lakers uh, and, and their roster moves going forward. Now, I was the first to say that I didn't think that was a great shot by Russell Westbrook towards the end of the game with a two for one. I said it right away. So I said that to say before anyone listens to this podcast and says, J.D. was on his podcast just defending Russell Westbrook, and he won't say anything constructive. Just want to point that out. I was the first person to say that. My difference, The difference between me and a lot of people is I'm only going to create Russell Westbrook on basketball. And that's any player. Just on basketball. That's it. Nothing else. I'm not going to psychoanalyze everything and say just because he put his arms up what that means. I am just going to talk about basketball. Now, let's talk basketball. You bring, you bring Russell Westbrook to L.A., right? A year ago, okay? For whatever reason. Again, I'm not going to get into speculative whatever reason. They could have got Dame. They could have got this. Purge, the, the Don't care. You bring Russell Westbrook to L.A. And you give up Younger Pieces, Kuzma, KCP, stuff like that, right? Okay. Well... Now you're starting the season, another season where you can tell that he's like, he's working hard on defense. He's trying to be a good defender. I'm well, no, not trying. He is being a great defender. So I just keep that straight. And he's trying to pick his spots. And he's you can tell that like he's like, hey, I'm doing everything I can. What he says is matching with what he's doing. Whether you like the shot or not. I didn't like it either. What he's saying is matching up with what he's doing on the basketball court. He's rebounding, he's playing defense, he's all over the floor, he's doing all that stuff. He's cheering on his teammates, all that stuff. Running to help his teammates up when they're on the ground. Everything. But if you're absolutely not going to have him do what he's good at, been good at throughout his career, because for whatever reason, then why did you bring him here? That's the only thing. that I'm just talking bass. That's just X's and O's. Okay. So if he's going to do these things. And he's fully willing to do them. He's setting screens. He's cutting. He's in the corner. He's in a dunker spot. He's playing defense. He's hustling. He's all on the floor. He's getting steals. He's doing whatever he got to do. I mean besides the last two games. Put the ball in the basket. I got that. I'm with you. Okay, he's struggling there. But he's doing everything asked of him. But not doing a lot of things he's great at. It's frustrating to see him, it seems like every sec at the end of every second quarter, uh, uh, he's just orchestrating the offense really well. Like the ball's moving, they're getting dunks and layups and wide open shots, all this other stuff. And then to see him sit for like forever. Right? Or I guess that's the end of the first, beginning of the second. Then he like sits forever until like the last like three or four minutes. And it's a little bit frustrating to watch because you're like, that's what he's great at, that. Then he sits for eight to 10 minutes, however long, which is like 30 minutes in basketball time, okay? And then he comes back in the game and doesn't run the unit. Lakers and LeBron fans, let me preface what I'm saying. I know LeBron James is on the floor. I know he should have the basketball in his hands. I get all of that. I'm just saying, if that is the case, what is he here for? And that's, Russ fans, why I'm in agreement with Lakers fans. That's the only reason why I'm in agreement with Lakers fans If why don't we just execute whatever trade that the Lakers believe is going to catapult them? Because I think it's a win for Russ. And I think it's a win for Lakers. This Lakers... Now, let me get this straight. Y'all know I don't think I think that a lose Russell Westbrook is a chip. That is absolutely the first thing I want him to get. Yes, uh, he, he got everything else. I want you to understand, I'm not punting that dream by saying this. The Lakers are not a championship contender. Let me repeat that. The way they are currently restruct- constructed, in no freaking way are the Lakers a championship basketball team. They are not contenders. At all. Period. So I don't want to hear, well, JD, I thought the championship was the goal. It is. It ain't here. It's just not. There's no KCP. There's no Kuzma. There's no Caruso. There's none of that stuff on this roster. Even after they reconstructed it after last season, it's not there. So don't say I'm punting that dream. No, I am not. I just know it ain't here. No one's winning here. The Lakers, LeBron, Russ, no one is. Not in these first three games. It ain't happening. Do I think a trade's going to catapult them to contention? Nope, I don't believe that either. It'll make them better. Not the trades I've seen. They're not winning a championship here. Not talking about what we've seen so far. Of course, there is nothing, nothing, telling me, yeah, this championship team right here. Now, yeah, look, their their defense is great, but their offense is putrid. That's just the truth. So, with all the speculation going on, which again, the athletic is just rehashing the trade talks they've already been saying all summer long. OK, but I'm at the point where I'm do it, do it. And I mean, I'm I, not as an argument. I am in agreement with Lakers fans. And I just told you why. Let's go ahead and execute the trade, whichever one y'all want. No one is winning here. No, no one. I mean, I guess some people speculate LeBron is, but I, I, is he? Is he? I mean, cause he's still losing. He 0 3. So this is exactly what we expect. We predicted 1 2 or 0 and 3. The problem is I understand everyone's saying. So what is he here for? You got okay, so if LeBron and Lonnie and Pat Bev gonna run point, what, what, (laughs) and none, what, why is Russell Westbrook here? As far as the on-court basketball is concerned, I'm not gonna speak about anything else. I'm just talking about basketball. You know, this is why I wish. The players, that's why I'm happy players are saying more on Twitter. They're saying more on social medias in regards to some reporting and stuff like that. Because I try so hard on this podcast to just talk about basketball and to be a truth teller. If I don't know the truth, I'm not going to say it. And the truth is when we get to see stretches, whether he's shooting well or not. When we get to see stretches of Russell Westbrook, the point guard, orchestrating an offense, it has gone well. Russell Westbrook is averaging 1.7 turnovers per game in the first three games. He had zero last game. And he's orchestrating it, it well, and it's fun. It's fun. There were plenty of tweets in the Clippers game where people were saying we absolutely are where we are because Russell Westbrook's second quarter was so good. He orchestrated offense even though he didn't shooting well. There was Lakers fans saying that. There were LeBron fans saying that. And then you know us Russ fans was definitely saying that. And then he just didn't get to do it anymore. It just didn't happen. Not, Not for, not repeatedly. Not on a regular basis. So why is he here? That's it. That's all. You see how I did that? To say all of that, I didn't have to slander Russ. I didn't have to slander AD. I didn't have to slander LeBron. I didn't have to slander anybody. To say, well, I mean, I get it. I get it. Make the trade. Whichever one you think is best. That's where I'm at. As far as basketball. Now, what they want, I don't know. Is he mad? I don't know. Are they mad? I don't know. Look, I don't know none of that. All right? I just know when I look at the basketball aspect of it, make the trade. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. But Right here is where I break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. Guys, I really appreciate this to the podcast. I will see you Wednesday versus the Denver Nuggets and Jokic and Company. I can't wait. That game should be a lot of fun. But as always, until next time,